Once again, you already know what it is and you already know where you have reached. It is Thanksgiving season and you have reached the number one up and coming fastest rising professional wrestling podcast heard all over the world from right here in New York City. This is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast, November 20th, 2019, and I am your host and founder of the hashtag HW Weekly Podcast. This is Sean Hubbard. What up, though? We're in the building with another massively impressive, super dope episode of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. But before we bring on our excellent guest to talk about Survivor Series, yes, it is Survivor Series time. Before we bring on our guest, I want to remind all my listeners out there to go to HaasKrea.com. What's HaasKrea.com? It is the website and company that is revolutionizing web development and web platforming to make sure your business projects itself in the best possible light. So if you want to add your list to the names of who's who clientele that Haaskrea has worked with, go over right now to their website. That's H-A-A-S-C-R-E-A dot com. That's Haaskrea dot com because we love tech. We are in the building, and I definitely want to start off tonight's episode with that uh, Undisputed Era theme music, man, because they are on fire right now, and it's going to be a huge week for the Undisputed Era, a huge week for NXT to, I guess you could say, let the world know that they are no longer developmental. They are, in my opinion, the A brand in all of WWE, but we're going to get into all that very, very Quickly and right about now. I want to introduce you guys to my guest. He's going to be my guest co-host for the night because we are really fired up about this particular episode. Just one week from Thanksgiving, just three, four days away from War Games for NXT WWE Survivor Series coming up this weekend. Such a fun time to be a professional wrestling fan. I'm going to tell you something right now. My guest is on top of his game. He's been a guest on this show before. Very educated in the world of professional wrestling. Somebody I consider a friend in the industry. We're going to talk about Survivor Series. We're going to get everybody fired up for one of the big four pay-per-views in WWE. We're going to talk about a little bit of AEW. We're going to talk a little bit about Kofi Kingston. A little controversial commentary about Kofi Kingston. We're going to talk about so many things. We're going to bring you up to speed in the world of professional wrestling as we get ready for the holiday season. But without any further ado, y'all, he is one of the best young up-and-coming professional wrestling, I guess you could say analysts, journalists in the world today, friend of mine, representing the ringside rant. He is RJ. Welcome back to the show, my friend. How are you, my friend? It's so great to be back. You know, it's good to be back on after a little bit of a hiatus, like you said. Most definitely, man. You know, I had some some stuff I had to deal with, you know, family stuff and work stuff. You know how that goes. But it's so happy to be back in the mix and just in time for my favorite pay-per-view, like I said, outside of WrestleMania. Yeah, this is one of my favorite ones, too, if not the favorite. Obviously, WrestleMania is, if, if you're kidding and saying that WrestleMania is not your favorite, you're you're kidding yourself. But, exactly. um, you know, the, seat, the sleeper of those big four is definitely Survivor Series because, for me anyway, Survivor Series was... 
my first major pay-per-view I went to back in uh, 2004. Wow. Uh, in, Cle- in, in Cleveland, of all places. Um, and uh, it was November '04. That was the year before, you know, we just celebrated the passing of Eddie Guerrero. Or not celebrated, but rem- yeah. rem- remembered the passing Commem- of Eddie Commemorated, Guerrero. right, I got you. And uh, that was almost a year to the date that he is of it before his passing, and it's like, man, just to see him go there, it's first time, first time I saw him live. So, uh, you know, Survivor Series definitely always has played a, uh, a, a special role in, in my wrestling fandom, I guess you could say. No doubt, man. And I, I mean, I you talk about Cleveland, that a very historic, historical uh, wrestling city, and so is Chicago and the Rosemont area, and that's where. This year's mm-hmm. installment is going to take place. Very cool uh, to see uh, Shayna Baszler, Bailey, and uh, Becky on the the cover art of the uh, Survivor Series pay per view poster, and we're we're getting fired up, man. My favorite Survivor Series moment <clears throat> happened before I was a a conscious uh, wrestling uh, fan. I look back obviously years later because when that that show actually happened, I was one year old. But the '87 Survivor Series, which is, was the original installment saw Andre the Giant, the first heel, end a pay-per-view with a victory. It was really cool. Mm. Yeah, Andre, you know, he's that character, that entity, if you will, in professional wrestling that, you say Andre the Giant, you know exactly what he did, how, you know, big of a guy that he was, more than obviously his stature was. Um, you know, but it, it would be who of me to not bring up the uh, 97 Survivor Series oh, as well. Um, that was, you know, a lot of the times, you know, nowadays people say, okay, well, when Austin stunned McMahon, it started the Attitude Era. That's not my thoughts on it. My thought was the Survivor Series 97 is when the Attitude Era started. Because after that, all hell broke loose. Yep. You know what I mean? Brett was doing this. Brett was nobody knew what Brett was doing. You know, Vince McMahon was playing that character of Mr. McMahon a little bit more than he was going back. So, you know, Survivor Series is always, like I said before, it's played a special role in my wrestling fandom. I'm not only going to them, but even just, you know, when you go back on the network now and you watch a lot of these major pay-per-views, you know, you everybody likes the classics. Mm-hmm. And you go back and you watch these classic four and fours, five and fives, whatever you want to call them. And, yeah, some may, granted, they may, may not be the best matches in the world, but, you know, at least, uh, you know, it, it gets you to watch. Most definitely. Before we move into the the current day product uh, for this year's installment, give me your uh, favorite Survivor Series team name. The Visionaries. Ooh, nineteen ninety. Ricky Martin. And that has and that kind of played in a role of <clears throat> when I first started with the guys from View from the Top Rope podcast. Um, when I, we started the Visionaries Wrestling Network, that kind of played into it too. Um, and I actually, it's going to kill me now because I don't know, um, <laughs> who's in that team. I, oh, know I can help you out. I can help you out. I can help with that with that easy, real easy, my brother. It was, it was Rick, Rick Martell, obviously. Um, yeah. power and glory. Yeah. Uh, the warlord. 
And uh, you had uh, Bobby Heenan and uh, the Slickster on the outside. Did you say Hercules? Uh, Hercules was part of that team. Yeah, power and glory. Okay. I just I just Googled it. It was, it was going to absolutely, absolutely, oh, power and glory, yeah. That was one, I think that was one of the most underrated tag teams, oh, they to were, be honest with you. Listen, my um, good friend, uh, my good friend Conrad of Everything Pro Wrestling, he knows this. Yeah. I loved power and glory. Yeah, Conrad's a good man. I've been on his show too. Yes, very <laughs> he's good. Actually guy. Right, he's actually right down the ninety for me. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That's what's up. So yeah, we're looking um, at 2019, yeah. man, and we're getting fired up for this installment. Only thing I don't like about it is not on Thanksgiving Eve, but we can't get everything we want. But we will have wrestling on Thanksgiving Eve, thank God. So that's a good thing. Uh, AEW, mm-hmm. shout out to to Dynamite. Hopefully, that's a big show for them on Thanksgiving Eve. But on uh, the 24th of this month, we're going to have the Survivor Series, and it's going to be it's shaping up to be a really good show. Um, we hear the term first time ever a lot uh, in wrestling. Um, a minor tweak here makes it the first time ever. Oh, it's not a, It's the first triple threat match. Oh, it's the first triple threat ladder match. Oh, it's the first triple threat TLC, t- t- whatever. They, they make these small changes to make it... You know, if they're saying something factual, it's a first time ever, but it's really like a little, you know, little tweak here and there. But this Survivor Series, some legitimate first time ever stuff as it's going to be NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. And we're talking about five on five on five Survivor Series elimination matches. How do you feel about the concept? You know, they could have played this many different ways. I think that they're trying to... You know, they're trying their darndest to get you know those ratings, get people to view in. I think it's just, I like the concept. I just think it's too much. Okay, being five on five on five, there's fifteen guys at ringside. You you know what I mean? And it's not you know ten on or five on five is more than enough for me, anyways. I just my thing, my thought process behind it is, and it's always been like this. I not a huge fan of all these, you know, 10-man tags because there's just so much to keep your eyes on. Okay. You know, if they do do it, you know, okay, definitely keep your eyes on the ring. You're not going to have too much shenanigans going on the outside, then fine. Um, but I just, the way the WWE is right now, um, I, I don't see that happening. I see them they have like some sort of, Outside interference or something happening, you know. I'm not trying to, you know, diminish it. No, no, you're, but, you're speaking your truth. Man. Um, I love, I love it. Go ahead. I, I just, I would have rather seen, you know, have a four on four. You know, even have a, like a tournament style. Even, mm-hmm. you know, you have your five guys. You know, you have a, you know, you have a. Uh, excuse me. You have two tag matches and a singles match, or yeah, two tags and a singles match. Throughout the night, have it a tournament style. Yeah, you yeah. Know? When you have three you, you brands, know when you have three brands, it's difficult to put it in. So I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, but I just think it's you know they could have very well done just Raw versus SmackDown, and then where that faces NXT or something like that. Um, I, I get the concept. It's, a, I'm not, it's not gonna stop me from watching it, but. I just think it's going to be a lot of stuff to watch in the ring. And you get, you know, as you know, wrestling fans a lot today have that short attention span whenever it comes to wrestling, whether it be WWE, NXT, um, AEW, um, you know, New Japan, whatever. Yeah, no doubt. People are, they have a short attention span. My, my thing, brother RJ, is that um, 
I, I look at it from a slightly different. I understand it's a little bit cluttered. It's gonna be weird to have one only one um, turnbuckle area, uh, apron area free. Three are gonna be filled up. My my thing is this though. You know, true brand supremacy should include NXT if they're going to have NXT be considered a legitimate brand, a third brand, and no longer the developmental territory. So I'm cool with that. I do think they could have tweaked it. Maybe they could have combined the teams, but then again, that probably would have defeated the purpose. But I think the biggest reason, and you can correct me if you disagree, um, this Raw versus SmackDown, and if you want to throw NXT in there versus NXT Vibe, it just wasn't going to work with all the other matches. And we're going to run down these matches, but what I mean by that is, the Becky versus Bailey versus Shayna, NXT, Raw, SmackDown. The AJ versus Nakamura versus Strong, NXT, Raw, SmackDown. The Viking Raiders, New Day, Undisputed Era, NXT, Raw, SmackDown. In years gone by, probably the last three years, I think this concept has been in play. People haven't really liked that. You know, no titles on the line. Survivor Series uh, elimination style matches, which is a fan favorite, has kind of gone by the wayside in lieu of this brand supremacy storyline. So to bring back, if my count is correct, three elimination, no, excuse me, two elimination matches, um, little little bit of a good thing for nostalgia purposes, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I just, they're trying to, and they have for a while now. Uh, you know, since AEW and a lot of the competition with Impact going to TV on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. um, they've kind of gone back to that nostalgic feeling. And I get it, you know, but the one thing, and that's the main roster, what you're not getting, you know, NXT is doing what they Mm-hmm. Uh, what they want with the talent that they have. That's right. what WWE has to do. That's what they will, ha- will have to do if they even want to, you know, have those ratings. Those like the ratings mag matter. You know, I, I just love how so many s- smart fans want to say, "Oh, the ratings are this, the ratings are that." Who cares? Right. You know, it's not going to stop anybody from watching. You know, if you're going to watch WWE, watch WWE. Watch what you want. And it's just an argument that so many people, I have with so many people. And it's just like, come on, guy. Just just, just watch what you want, man. You know, people are, you know, I was at all gear, full gear. Mm-hmm. And so many people were complaining about that, about the main event. I love it. And you. I love, I watched, I, they, the whole suplex into the spider web of barbed wire was right in front of me. Oh, wow. Nice. And, you know, is it my cup of tea, that type of match? No. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For a hardcore match, it's, you know, stuff that you can get with in with the ring. You know what I mean? You're not going to find uh, a table or a piece of plywood with mouse traps on it. You're not going to find a bag of glass. Right. You know, I jokingly said to my buddy that was next to me that went uh, that I worked Starcast with, mm-hmm. is oh that any generic ring would actually have that. You know, that comes with the ring. Right. Just jokingly with him, but I'm like, you know, for what it was, it was great. But you know, you get a lot of fans that will crap on it, and it goes over to the same. You can compare that to WWE. I'm like, if you don't like it, don't watch it. You know what I mean? I haven't sit down and physically watched 
a Raw or SmackDown from beginning to end. And for me, it's been ages. Since, yeah, it's been since for me, it's been hell since hell in the south. Okay, there you go. And but but I'll go over and find you know whether it be on Twitter, whether it be on YouTube, or what are their highlights on their network or whatever. I'll watch that. Yeah, catch I'm up. Like, I'll watch what I want to watch. You know, I'll catch the shortened versions of it, but um, it's very hard nowadays, as you know to not see um, highlights or not see news about that unless you turn off all the notifications, turn off your phone and oh, put absolutely. it, you know. Absolutely. You know, so it's just, it amazes me that, you know, people, you know, go to that extent, but, you know, it is what it is. No, I feel you 100%. Real quick, I just want to touch on that full gear comment commentary you brought up and then we can get into the Survivor Series. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think they just boxed themselves in with with a, with a silly concept. That lights out concept is passe, and when you say yeah. and when you say lights out, it has to be the last match. If you had had that match as a no disqualification falls count anywhere match uh, before Cody uh, getting turned on by MGF, I think it would have been fun. Well, see, see, my buddy Travis and I that went to you know drove down from New York or Canada to New York to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. We're sitting there and we're like. If it's a lights out, should the lights be out? You know, because back at, because no, seriously, and this right. is a serious question. We were okay. joking about it. Okay. And we were sitting there and we joked a little bit afterwards, but it's like, shouldn't the lights be out then? But you know, back in the day when you do a lights out uh, match, you'd actually have somebody in the um, I don't know if it's a crawl area or you know the catwalk across yeah, top. They'd be doing a spotlight on them. Yep. The you lights in the mean? ring. The main lights would be out with a spotlight in the ring. Yeah, right. But and then it's okay. Let's well, no AEW is no. It's not unsanctioned match. Okay. Well, why is there a referee in the uh, ring? Good point. You know they haven't really. Nobody has done a real truly unsanctioned match since Sean and Triple H did it back in what oh one oh two somewhere on there oh two. That's right. When Sean came back. So, you know, it's those little things. You know, it is what it is. You know, you take it for what it's worth, take it with a grain of salt, whatever. The match was phenomenal. Uh, but if you're going to... They did the same... I think they had a lights out match with him and um, Derby Allen, I believe, too. Yes, sir. Uh, Kenny Omega, that is. Um, so, if you're going to have a lights out match, put the lights out. You know, you know what I mean? It's those little things that, you know, really get to me, you know? Um, but, you know, it's just... No, your, your point is oh, strong, bro. Your point is strong. But what for what, it's, for what it was, it was a good match. I, I'm not going to, you know, at, at that time, I'm like, okay, this, this, this sucks. It's not good. It's not for me. But after I sat and thought about it a little bit, you know, watched it again on online. I'm like, well, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah, you know, it, it's for somebody. You know what I mean? It's not. You know, I'm not all about the glass and the barbed all the barbed wire stuff. And give me you know, a five star death, death match yeah. kind of thing. Give me five star in ring competition over that any day. But I do think that Omega and Moxley did a good job. But to me, the main event was the match that came before it. Well, yeah, but like, and like you said, I agree with you 100. Ten percent is when you do a lights out, quote unquote, 
lights out match. Mm-hmm. It, ha- it has to be last. You cannot. And everybody was making or, or uh, pissed off about that. I'm like, well, okay. Well, then if you put the lights out match before the main event or the semi main event and put it before the title match, you're going to complain that it should have been the other way around. So there's no way that anybody can win exactly when they when they try to book this stuff. Um, but you know, the only you know, I think they started off great with you know the tag team match right off the bat. I called that. I looked at my buddy. I'm like, they're going to have the LA or not LAX now, but fighting pride and powerful. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the Bucks match, yep. but yeah, it's just, you know, if for overall, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, yo, AEW still in its, its embryonic stages, but they're definitely hitting the ground running. Um, but yeah, you know that's that was a, a big night for them, and you know a really cool concept to to start them things off with them, keep the momentum going from previous pay per views, and I think WWE is trying to do the same thing. I think WWE is is trying to turn the corner. I don't think they has have as of yet, but you know we're we're getting ready for Survivor Series, a historically significant pay per view in the, in the history of professional wrestling, and um, there's six matches announced for the card. Some of this show tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, me and RJ are going to do a little bit of speculating because a lot of the teams haven't been formed yet. But we're going to start off with the matches that have been solidified. Then we're going to have a little fun speculating on team members and possible outcomes of the Survivor Series matches. But um, AJ Styles, the United States champion. This is all non-title now. AJ versus uh, Shinsuke, the Intercontinental champion, versus Roderick Strong, the NXT North American champion. First and foremost, Roderick Strong should get down on his hands and knees and thank Triple H or whoever made the decision to have him join the Undisputed Era because that has been the biggest, most important move of his entire career. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Um, Shinsuke, Intercontinental Champion, historically significant uh, for the belt alone, but his run has been forgettable. And AJ Styles, in my opinion, still top five in-ring performer in the world today. So what's your take on this champ versus champ versus champ match in Survivor Series? I will say it now, and I'm sure I'm not the only one going to say it and thinking then thinking of this, but this will be the match of the night. Oh wow! Okay, nice. Um, you have two guys that know each other like the back of their hand. The guys that worked in Japan together, that has worked in WWE before. AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, um, and then you throw Roddy Strong into it. Probably one of the best technical wrestlers in the business today. And I'm not just saying WWE. I'm saying in the business. I'm with you. Um, And you put him in a triple threat One of the best in-ring performers, you know, technically. But again, you know, thank God that he got recruited by, you know, Undisputed Era. Because he was, as a character, he was terrible. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, now... And I, and I think they saw that. I think Triple H saw that. I, th- I think I, you know, Matt Bloom or William Regal, whomever, yeah. saw that. Yeah. And they saw it saying that, okay, they, they, he either needs one of two things. He needs a mouthpiece manager. Right. Or he needs, you know, to be part of a faction. Mm-hmm. And I, we really got all, both of those with, you know, obviously with the Undistributed Era. And then with the rest, because all three of them can cut promos like none other. Most definitely. Um, and, and, and I think Roddy's gotten a lot better than where he was sure. to start off. Sure. Um, and I believe he's, uh, his wife is uh, Sharif, right? Yes. Okay. And I'm surprised that she's not in that match, to be honest with you. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> no, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. 
But yeah, I, like I said, you know, this is the one match. You know, I'm looking forward to the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But because I've always, like I said, I've always been a fan of these big, these big uh, Survivor Series type matches, the five on fives on fives or whatever. I just hope I don't get disappointed. <laughs> you're, you're not alone, man. But I will say this: it's gonna be dope. If my prediction comes true, which is the first music of the night at the historically significant Survivor Series being Shock the System. I think that would be freaking awesome. I, I, th- I think so too, but I I don't want it to start off. No? Okay. But I think but but I think I think it will. Right. You know, I, I because you're gonna want that nostalgic pop of that theme music. Uh, I would even go as far as putting the uh, uh, Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT first. Okay. For this specific reason alone is Ricochet's music or, you know, Kevin Owens' music, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, because, or you can even get Roman Reigns as bad as, (laughs) as bad as that may be. Exactly. But... because you know, because you're gonna have every person from uh, undisputed era on this card. You're gonna have well, I'm well, I'm saying Adam Cole's gonna be in it, yeah, but we'll get to that be. later too. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. But yeah, it's you don't know how important music can be to a, a wrestler mm-hmm. male female tag team whatever oh my god it's huge because once you have the audience you know dancing around or singing along or whatever boom you got them it's and true. they're gonna be buying that stuff on itunes or wherever else you know you know wherever else people buy them nowadays but uh but yeah it's Guys like a Ricochet, guys like um, Kevin Owens, like I said, Undisputed Era. Even Shinsuke Nakamura when he first started, they don't do it anymore, but right. they sang along with his music. Um, you know, and it's to this day, my seven-year-old son still wants me to play Aleister Black's theme because he digs that. I'm nice. like, yes, as long as it's that one, I don't care. Yes, um, yes. But yeah, I just... AJ Styles is... This era's Kurt Angle. Okay. It's a good comparison. Because they, for the better part of Angle's career, he was ageless. No question. Until later on, you know, other outside circumstances arose that, you know, hindered him from doing that. But AJ Styles, you know, everybody's complaining, oh, Jericho's too old. He's, he's, AJ Styles isn't that far off, and yet you're loving him. You're hating Jericho because Jericho's a heel. You know, obviously Styles is getting to that place now that he's a heel now, but, you know, he's the ageless one. You know, he's been up and down the roads in Japan with Shinsuke. You know, he's, I'd, I'd have to go back and fact check, but I'm pretty sure that him and Roddy probably you know, face somewhere along the lines, whether it be somewhere in the Indies or, you know, ROH or... TNA, uh, uh, something. Something like that. But so, you know, if I honestly, to be honest with you, if I was booking this card, I would would definitely put this to first. (sighs) Just to get, like you said, that initial pop. But 
the problem that you're going to run into is you're going to have to have some sort of surprise later on because if you're going to have that match start, mm-hmm. you know, people are going to start snoozing, you know, because, right. you know, if, you know, I'm assuming, you know, because nothing's, I, I haven't seen unless you've seen, nothing's really been announced for NXT superstars. No, either, none, neither one of the teams, male or female, has been announced, anybody. I think we have good ideas who it might be. But NXT, oh, yeah. But the NXT teams have not been announced, not one person. And I haven't even seen, even the stuff that I'm looking at now and stuff I looked at before, I don't even see, like, the Team Raw for the women's. Yeah, Team Raw hasn't been established. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Team Raw has not been established either. But the thing is, though, I, I as much as I like and enjoy, you know, disparaging everything that the WWE does as far as writing nowadays, this is a brilliant brilliant aspect because you don't have to you know you're going to make people want to you know buy the network or see the Mm pay-per-view because nothing's really announced yet so you know obviously you know like you said you pretty much know who's going to be in it but it's like okay is this really going to happen are they going to bring this guy back or that guy back or whatever there's so, a certain level of anticipation with this pay-per-view that I don't typically feel with with WWE and haven't felt in a long time. And it's actually a really uh, good feeling because it's like, okay, we have something, like you said, accurately. It's something to look forward to. It's an opportunity to possibly have something that's going to pop and have something that's going to be exciting. And, you know, and, and, hopefully it, and hopefully, God willing, it doesn't disappoint. Well, you know, I know I could do this way, too. And you can, I, I compare this pay-per-view a lot with with the Royal Rumble as well, is you get to see who reacts, who gets the reactions, who doesn't, because then you can start playing with the, the storylines a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, you got guys like, for example, you got, you know, a guy like Randy Orton going against, you know, a guy like, uh, let's say, Braun Strowman or Mustafa Ali or whatever. Right. From SmackDown. So you can continue that later on. And, you know, because these guys, you know, Raw SmackDown, they're going to be basically, you know, their shows are going to be very close to each other. So it's not like, you know, a lot of these guys can't hop in a, you know, plane or hop in a car and something and be there the next day. But, yeah, um, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how, you know, a lot of this stuff, you know, comes out. I'm assuming, you know, within you know, the next few days because you're going to have to start, you know, advertising the Jesus out of it. Absolutely. As of right now, you know, November 15th, uh, there's no um, there's no indication of who the team teams might be, or at least a couple mm-hmm. of the teams. But by the time, you know, by the time the show airs, which will be Survivor Series week, obviously, it'll all come together. But for right now, we do know that this triple threat of the second tier uh, singles title is going to take place. Pick me a winner. For, oh, for the, the first match? I'm yep. still saying I'm going to be calling it. I'm calling my shot right now. Undisputed Era will be ruling the night. Nice. Okay. I, You know, there will be no loser in this match. Like okay. I said before, three of the better workers in the business for the last probably 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what you're going to get from AJ. You know what you're going to get from Shinsuke. Not a lot of people know what you're going to get from Roddy Strong. 
That's I'm true. picking Roddy Strong. He's the wild card in this match, and you know something? Nothing makes me happier than the prospect of an NXT uh, takeover. Nothing makes me happier than the prospect of an Undisputed Era night. But I have this sneaking feeling, and when I say sneaking feeling, that kind of has a negative undertow. But it really is not meant to sound that. <laughs> it's not. It's not meant to sound that way, RJ. But yeah. I, think, I think AJ Styles wins because of this recent push of the OC. The OC mm-hmm. has the best tag team in the world now. You know, quote unquote, best tag team in the world, uh, which is an oxymoron because they're not the champions. Whatever. Um, you know, that's just WWE name name and word dropping that makes no sense. But anyway, they are a great they are one of the greatest, so but they're technically the world's greatest tag team with this recent victory in Saudi Arabia. And AJ Styles and the fact that OC invaded NXT, I think AJ has a victory in this triple threat, but I would not be mad if it was an undisputed era night. And as we continue this preview, you will see that I really don't mind if it's an Undisputed Era night because I am a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, okay, so we got the triple threat uh, B-level singles champion match out of the way. Oh, boy. Um, I like the New Day. I love Undisputed Era. The Viking Raiders, I, I don't get it, man. I don't get I don't... I can't wrap my head around it. Maybe the name change made me so angry that I haven't been able to come around. RJ, I need you to help me understand this Viking. I don't get it. So, the, with the Viking Raiders, I get it because I have seen these two guys wrestle. They're, they're Northeast guys. Okay. You, you know, since Ivar and Eric, I don't know which one's which anymore. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um but, uh, Ro, Rowan and uh, crap, what is that? <laughs> I know, Eric right? Rowan, See, not Eric Rowan. Yeah, Ray Row, Ray Row. There we go. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Ray Ray Row and uh, Hanson or okay. or Hanson. Hanson's from the Massachusetts era. Rose from Cleveland. Okay, I've seen these two guys on the independent circuit. Nice. So to get them, you. Pretty much, either have to know them personally, see them independence, or watch their stuff in ROH New Japan. RJ, my hand, my hand to God, I am such an independent wrestling fan. I've seen many House of Glory MLW shows live. I've covered them for the website. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I Viking Raiders, I guess they just slipped through my fingers. I just, I just wasn't able to see them. I guess because he, um, Ivar does a lot of stuff. We'll say I or Hanson. I okay. can't remember Hanson or Roll that. It doesn't matter. They're it still in the They're interchangeable. Um, exactly. Um, Hanson, he's out of, like I said, he's out of the uh, New England area, if you want to be a little bit more specific, in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does a lot of work on the independents and with chaotic wrestling mm-hmm. um, out there as well. So he does a lot with them. Uh, he does a lot with Beyond. And, you know, even with... Um, uh, Ray Rowe, who is, you know, like I said, from the Cleveland area, um, he was, you know, he does, like I said, a lot of work with, lot with Ring of Honor and all that stuff. But, right. you know, he did a lot with, you know, AIW out in Cleveland. He's done a lot of that Midwest stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I get it. Not a lot of people understand them. That's, but that's the problem that the WWE has had when they've taken the guys from New Japan, 
you know, you know, when was the last time we saw Kushida in NXT? Exactly. Granted, he's hurt. He's hurt now. Right. But. But he can still be utilized. You know, I, I'm with you. You know, got to keep his name relevant. You know what I mean? Because people, I, and I think they're doing it, keeping him off just so they get that pop right off the bat when he does come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, the only, the only guys that have really been impactful you know for those in this from uh, coming over from new japan or roh have been aj styles and finn balor because people yeah. know them right right Agreed. with with the viking raiders you know i saw you know the knockout drag out matches that they had you know with the um uh, what the hell? Uh, Elite Squad. Uh, crap, I can't think of the name now. Mm-hmm. Um, with David Boy Smith and Lance Archer. Right. Uh, Killer Elite Squad. Killer Elite Squad. Okay. They had bangers of matches with him and their, them in Japan. They've had with uh, Gorilla God in uh, in Japan. But like I said, that's the problem that you run into because not a lot of people know who they are. Exactly. They just they come out and you say, oh, they're just white. It's okay. Well, you know, bathroom break, you know. And it didn't. Uh, it didn't help but, that the WWE screwed up their name like in a horrible way. Well, no, you keep the name the same, you know. Yeah. And I think this is the only this the only way they can change the names is so Vince owns them right. pretty much. Okay. And not like them personally, just their no, no, their, their likeness, their name. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Right. People will misconstrue that, but yeah, of course. Of <laughs> but course. yeah, it's just it's. If you don't, go back. Honestly, seriously, go back. Even just Google. Because you'll see, you know, they are, how can I come, you know, compare them? I hate comparing people to the tag teams to other tag teams. But they are a combination. They're a combination of Demolition and the Road Warriors. Wow. That's high praise, my dude. Um, And like I said, I hate doing, I hate comparing wrestlers or tag teams or whatever, but there are, you know, there are two guys, and I met them personally, mm-hmm. great guys, okay. nicest guys in the world. Nice. Do I, do, do I want to meet them in a dark alley? No. <laughs> because, it, because they do Viking stuff. Right. <laughs> I got you. I got you. It, but, you know, it's very hard, you know, like I said, you know, you got these guys coming over for ROH or New Japan or whatever. You know, people want these guys to come over, but when they do come over, you know, only a handful of people, select few, know who they are. And and you, you know, also and have to use them correctly. And that well. you can compare that, like what they're doing with them. You can compare what AEW is doing. Nobody knows who has some. You know, if you go down the street and say, "Okay, who's you know uh, Scorpio Sky?" Nobody knows who he is. You know what I mean? If oh Cody, oh yeah, yeah, Cody or Jericho or Omega or whatever. You know, even Omega gets a little bit flack sometimes, you know. But you know what, this, this reminds me of a conversation completely unrelated, but it kind of ties in and you'll understand why in a second. I was having yeah. I was having with my girlfriend about, you know, romance and whatever. And I said I said something to her that, that really, really stuck out. I, and and she you know, she's smarter than me. I, I make no doubt about it. no no bones about the fact she's <laughs> she's a smart one. And she said, Wow, that's really an insightful perspective. I said, Babe, I said 
at the end of the day, there is sexy unknown and unsexy unknown. And and she said, I totally agree. And I was talking about, you know, relationships and romance and whatever. And and she she understood exactly where I was going. So to bring it back to this point right here, the Viking Raiders or whoever else, you know, in, in my case, maybe the Viking Raider, Raiders slipped under my radar, even though I'm a student of the game and I watch a lot of independent stuff. Um, obviously, didn't slip under your radar. You know exactly who they are. But for the sake of those who are listening who are like me, who didn't know the Viking Raiders before they got to NXT, well, ROH. I saw them in ROH also. Mm-hmm. But anyway, didn't know that much about them before ROH. Okay, there's, again, sexy known, unknown, and, and, and not so sexy unknown. Like, AEW has a lot of unknowns, but it's dope. Like, it's hot. It's cool. It's fresh. It seems like it's something that you may not know, but it's something that you want to know. The way the Viking Raiders have been... Now, the War Raiders, same team, I know, but the War Raiders... They were somebody that I wanted to know. They were somebody that I wanted to research and find out more about, which is why I did my research on them. But since they've been to Raw, not so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem because, you know, you know Raw's been taking a backseat. Mm-hmm. You know and and, and by, the far... way, do you, by the way, do you understand the analogy? Oh no, I, I completely agree. I wasn't ignoring that. I apologize. No, no, even, no, 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 no. I, no apologies. Me, I just want to make sure I'm making sense. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, but you know, you know, you get that. You know, you get. You know, even when you're predicting a lot of the stuff, you do you want like the sexy pick? Exactly. Or do you want the like the real pick? You know what I mean? Because obviously, the sexy pick right now for this match is New Day. I think. And you know what? I want you to elaborate on your reason why. We're actually going to be on the same page with this one, but I'm, I have a very, very detailed and and um, a detailed and, and ideal kind of perspective on the reason why I think New Day is going to win. I'll let you have the floor first. I, I'm not picking New Day, but I'll tell you why the sexy pick is for New Day. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's fine. Got gotcha. you. Um, but the sexy pick for New Day, being New Day is for a number of reasons. One, they're on Fox mm-hmm. because, you know, ratings goes up. True. Friday night, there you go. Number two, they are more seniored in the WWE. True. Sexy pick. True. Two guys that Vince loves. Mm-hmm. Sexy pick. And probably... You know, legitimately one of the better tag teams of all time because they've run it so many times. With that being said, they're not going to win. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. The big break, the big build up to big to the big letdown. Talk to the people, man. But I know there's a big button there. Yeah. I. I'm just, I, like I said. I'm still going to pick. You know, my, I'm going to go with my gut. You know what I said at the beginning of the show is undisputed era is going to rule this show. Okay. And I'm picking I'm picking O'Reilly and Fish because because it's un, because it's undisputed. Right. It's undisputed. <laughs> That's what, um, I feel you. I feel but, you. But I I just think you know the sneaky pick. You know what I mean? I can 
I can see even the Viking Raiders win, to be honest with you. That sneaky pick, whether you maybe this is that turn that they need, you know, that turn the corner kind of thing with this pay per view. Right, I got you. Big stage. Because, because no titles are on the line. So mm-hmm. if New Day loses, it doesn't really hurt them. True. And now that I'm thinking that, I'm like, okay, now they're probably going to win because I said that. But, anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, it's just that's the fun way because you know if the titles are on the line, oh, I'll definitely go New Day. Okay. I guarantee you that. Gotcha. But I think that they're trying to they're going to try try to get undisputed era are, are over enough. Mm-hmm. If they sweep Survivor Series or even even with Adam Cole being part of you know Team NXT, exactly. we'll say that exactly. He just he just has to be one one of them in the ring. He doesn't have to be the only one. But they're going to get undisputed over more over this weekend than they ever have been or ever will be. Imagine if they sweep the entire weekend. My God. I I and honestly, I I say this to everybody. Every major pay-per-view that WWE has Survivor Series, SummerSlam uh, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania I take the, I take the next day off of work right? Most because definitely. with these pay-per-views, whether, like I said like we said before, we haven't watched Raw and SmackDown in a while Yep. you know, I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch Raw this Monday, just to see what happens leading into Survivor Series yeah, go home shows Typically, are always must-see yeah, typically it's not going to be one of the better shows, but um, they are going. This is going to be that turning point, yeah. you know, for a lot of this NXT stuff because they're putting all their eggs in the NXT basket right now. Right. You know I mean they could it, and it, Raw's number three. Agreed. Right now. Oh no! Without and it's not even close, bro. It's not even close. No, no NXT. It's NXT SmackDown Raw yep. by far, um, and and this could be even more rele- rele- relevant. Excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, with this um, with this pay per view with Survivor Series. Yeah, this triple threat vibe. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But I just and it goes back to I just you know I I love the Survivor Series style format. Mm-hmm. But not this way. But you know, you know something? There's just too you, much stuff going on. As you're talking, RJ, I'm doing the math. I'm like, oh my God, there's going to need to be 14 eliminations. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but the thing of it is, though, if it's boom, 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 boom. Yeah. If it's quick, yeah. nobody's going to care. True. True. You know what I mean? Because if you think about it, there's what, six matches? Mm-hmm. Right, six matches. I'm... Four-hour pay-per-view a, now. You know it's going to go four hours. Oh yeah, right. but but think, what do you put on the? You're not gonna put one of these on the pre-show. You can't. You know, it's a really good question of even if there's gonna be a match. Well, there, there's gonna be a match on the pre-show. You're right about that. But you're right. Who goes on the pre-show? My God. Because you got every single. Maybe they do like a battle royal or something. Yeah, I, I, that's actually a really good question because you can't put any of these matches on the pre-show. Maybe they just do another triple threat with a guy from NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I was gonna say, I was gonna say something, I was gonna sp- but I was gonna spoil my one of my picks for the, oh, okay. the NXT. <laughs> I'm gonna watch what I'm saying. Gotcha. Um, 
But yeah, it's just what it's definitely before I was talking about because it's a major pay per view. Yeah. And then secondly, it's like okay, like you said, what what do you you put a two hundred five match, two hundred five live match on the pre show? Get them started with that because then if you do it that way, this is me thinking outside the box here. Yeah. If you put a guy, we'll say Buddy Murphy, okay, Cedric Alexander, those SBIs. In that pre-show match, you get you don't have to have that Shinsuke triple threat match first. Agreed. Agreed. Because they were they're they're already gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're ready, wrapped up, and ready to go. That brings you back to your that brings you back to your first point, which was it could be Team Raw versus Team NXT versus Team SmackDown start the show. But now that I see that, I could I would even put that tag team match first too. Maybe so. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Because you could put and obviously outside of what the hell? Let's just go Ray versus Brock to open the show. Why not? <laughs> Maybe Ray can Ray can get a happy hour at the hospital. There you go. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's you know there's a guy on here that uh, I don't even, I didn't see his name on here, but we can go over that later on. Mm-hmm. Is um, actually no, he's not on there, so we can talk about it now. Um, Cesaro. He's not on there. Yeah, he's he's not. As of yet, he's not. That's true. As of yet, but the thing is, though, I don't know if you saw the stuff on on Twitter from him, but you know, he's contemplating. He's thinking about you know making comments about going back down to NXT. And by I don't mean down to NXT. I mean yeah, yeah. to I know NXT. You, you know, when you say NXT, you go down to NXT. It's more like going down to Florida, not next, <laughs> not NXT. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's a force of habit because I'm yeah. so used to <laughs> developmental. But, exactly. Um, but yeah, I just. You don't see him on there, you know. I mean, him in his short pants. You're right, and and that and that leads me to where I'm going to go with. I don't want to spoil my prediction, but I'll, I'll just. Well, you know what? I'm going to stop myself. Um, I got I got some good good stuff for the for the for the Raw NXT SmackDown match. But who do you see? You you you, you predict that uh, the undisputed era win the tag match? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. That's for so. I'm gonna go with New Day. Let me explain why. Sure. Kofi deserves better. When oh. Kofi, I don't know if you, I know uh, you were very supportive, by the way. Thank you very much. You, Conrad, many others were very supportive of my tirade the night after the first edition of SmackDown on Fox when Kofi went down in eight seconds. And I was mm-hmm. livid. If you guys get a chance to go back and listen, I think I was very emotional, but I do think that I made some solid points. Um, the Kofi thing against Brock makes, still makes me sick to this day. And I think that they're going to give Kofi, you know, this, uh, you know, I guess if the WWE Championship was staked, then he can continue eating, you know, this uh, this Subway sandwich, you know, which is still good. You know, that's a good analogy. Um, this Subway sandwich, which is the tag titles, and he's going to continue winning, but on this B-level, you know, status, because I don't think he'll ever be co- uh, WWE Champion again. But my point is, I think New Day continues to win because... I think Vince subconsciously wants to make up for that debacle and the outcry of emotion from... I mean, Kofi Deserves Better was like a trending topic on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think New Day wins. Yeah, I get that. Like I said, I, they are definitely, like I said, they are definitely that sexy pick. Yeah. Um, and, I'm, and I'm not disparaging their work ethic. I'm not disparaging their characters or their talent or whatever. That's farthest from the truth. But they're very gimmicky. I know this. You have to. I, I hated them to begin with. I'll be honest with you. I never liked them. 
Well, that's you the beauty. I mean? That's the beauty of New Day, RJ. Everybody hated yeah. him at first. Right, New Day. New, New Day sucks. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> that, it's uh, you know, you got to so like I grew up with Kofi Kingston. I grew up when he first started. I watched him. No doubt. And he, and I'll say now he will be. Before he ends his career, he will be WWE champion again. I would love for you to be right. I don't see it. I don't see it. But I would love... That's one time I'd love to be wrong. Oh, but I just... I think they've seen the writing on the wall with him. Mm -hmm. You know, he may not be everybody's ideal champion. But was The Rock the ideal champion? Not at first. Not at first. But but he turned into the people's champion. Well Kofi done. Look is, at you. Look at you, RJ. Look at you. Very smooth. I you know, it's not a great analogy. Not <laughs> the best analogy in the world. <laughs> but you know, it kind of fits it if you think about it. No doubt. No doubt. You, you know what I mean? Because nobody, you know, nobody wanted to give Rock a chance. We granny became from that 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 the Samoan dynasty. Mm-hmm. But Nobody wanted to give him the title. No, I can't. So, you know, they strapped it to him and bought it and he flew high. And, you know, Kofi, I always wondered why he never, he never had it. And I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to try to keep this as wrestling as possible. All right, I got you. But, but you know, my biggest thing and if I, this may give me heat, it may not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But when people bring up the whole race issue. You know, and, 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 I, and I'm glad, listen, I want you to feel comfortable. Because I went, I went there, and I, I, didn't, yeah. go, I didn't go there. I, I'd let, I mean, you be the judge, and I'll let the listeners be the judge. I don't think I went there in a nasty or malicious or disgusting uh-huh. way. I just, I mentioned it in passing. And I want you to feel free to state your opinion, too. I, yeah. I, I you know, I have no problem with that. I just think I grew up with in an era where you didn't have a lot of African American champions, heavyweight champions, intercontinental champions. You had Co- you had your Kofi's, you had your Booker T's, right. um, but you know that what you know wasn't accustomed to it. So I wasn't familiar with it. I'll be honest with you. Okay. But, you know, you go back throughout history, you see the, like, you know, you get the, you know, Tony Atlases, the Ron Simmons, um, the Rocky Johnsons even. Right. And you see a lot of these guys, they'll, they changed the business. But when you say, well, he lost in eight seconds because he's an African-American man. No, no. So I, hold, hold on, yeah. hold on. It's just, I don't like when people say that because yeah. it's like, okay, well, you know, and, Wrestling is wrestling. You know what I mean. You have to take it for what it's worth. They're well, not well, let's, going let's talk, to let's talk about do it that way. For, let's talk about this for a second. Now, now let me sure. now, let me be clear. I know when you said you, you meant you generally. So let me start by saying that I know you meant you generally. I know you didn't mean me. Personally. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But um, and and just to refresh people's memory, and please, I hope everybody gets a chance to listen to my Kofi episode because I did go off on a massive tangent, but I think it was some poignant stuff. And as it relates to, to race, as RJ brings up. In a very uh, respectful way. Here, here's my take. I don't think it was racial. The reason why Kofi lost the title. 
But what I'm saying, what I will say is that when Kofi goes down in eight seconds, it opens the door to speculation. That's what I'm saying. And I think that's what a lot of people thought. Not everybody. Everybody thought Kofi deserves better. That was a trend, and that's how everybody felt. But there are a, a, a section of people that also thought, you know what, hey, man, we don't think Vince is a racist. Let's not even go there. But when when the black guy goes down in eight seconds, mm, that doesn't feel right. Is Rey Mysterio going to go down in eight seconds? John Cena got destroyed by Brock, but he didn't go down in eight seconds. You see what I'm trying to say? No, I know exactly what you're saying, but, you know, it's one of those things, too, where, you know, with how I'm involved with the local independent promotion, like you know, mm-hmm. a lot, and I'm not saying WWE is anywhere near to close to doing this, but when, you know, you think about a storyline, you think about an angle, you go to that specific person and ask them, like, hey, this is what this is what we're planning to do tonight. Right. If Kofi, and I'm, I'm speaking, I, you know, I'm not speaking for him. I'm just, you know, spitballing here. Be, so Feel free to say, listen, I, is, know, I know what kind of person you are. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think Kofi would have done anything that he didn't think was right. Okay. He's been in this business far too long to do anything like that to hurt himself. Okay. Going down in eight seconds. Okay, great. He would have had... I'm not saying he has to prove it because obviously he has to go through Vince either way. Yeah. But, like I said, if, if I was... I'm not saying I'm... Now I'm saying I'm Vince McMahon, but whatever. <laughs> um, is if I was booking it... Mm-hmm. I would give Kofi the benefit of the doubt because he's been with this company for so long. Yeah. And I think Vince is at that point now where he wants to get these guys involved with their storylines, with their give them a little bit more creative control. And I don't think Kofi, if Kofi felt uncomfortable doing that or would have gotten that backlash that he did, I don't think he would have done it. You know what I mean? And does he deserve better? Sure. I think a lot of people deserve better in that company. No question. And and I I think it's also a shame, to be fair, that Ali hasn't gotten his second opportunity after he got hurt. But what I'm saying is when it comes to Kofi Kingston, I think that this is what we're seeing right now. Obviously, um, Xavier, by the way, get well soon, Xavier Wood. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Xavier going down, obviously, is a contributing factor, but... You know, Biggie and Kofi winning the tag titles back. Kofi hasn't lost since uh, he lost to Brock Lesnar. You know, I, I just think that Vince is feeling a little bit of heat here because it's like, wow, like, you know what? Kofi losing. I, I don't think anybody had a problem with Kofi losing. I just think a lot of people had a problem with the way Kofi lost. Oh, you know, and I just, I get it. I see both sides of the coin. You know, to say I don't is wrong. Okay. Um... But I just thinking of it as, you know, the, the other side of the coin, as a booker, as a writer, as this, as that. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense because now he's even more over because people put on social media, oh, Kofi deserves better. You know what I mean? So now he's over even more. So it's kind of so it's kind of that like reverse psychology kind of thing, I feel you. where I feel you. you get him you get him beaten getting beaten eight seconds. Right. Man, he must he gets that sympathy 
it's sympathetical, you know what I mean? Well, again, like I, I t- and that's why I'm so glad. I mean, you bringing that up, you know, you did it in a in a respectful way. I appreciate that. Like, yeah. you know, as as a black man, you know, you don't want to sit up here and, um, you know, be the guy. Like, I'm very, you know, I love my people, but I love all people. So it's not like I'm trying to, like, you know, and I, I know you're not saying this. I'm just stating it as a fact that, you know, no, I do not think it was racial. But I, I, I just feel like you got to be careful if you're a Vince McMahon or anybody. When you mm-hmm. make that kind of decision, because it does kind of doesn't kick the door open, but it just leaves it open as a crack. Like, hmm, like, why did Kofi have to go down in eight seconds? But I, I understand the logic. I just think, you know, when things when we look back in history, we're going to remember Kofi for being a great champion, a well-deserved champion. But we're also going to remember it took him so long to be world champion and then it took him so short to lose the title. You know what I mean? No, no, I I agree with you one hundred percent. You know, could have could they have done a lot better for him? Sure. That's you all. know, they could have like it but, you know, it is what it is. It's in the past now. He's got I think he's gonna be he, and he's a heck of a tag team champion. Most definitely, and that's why I think New Day is gonna win. You picked the Undisputed Era and I think it's gonna be a great match. And mm-hmm. I am gonna try my best to look as closely as I can at the Viking Raiders and try and change my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go to the last 100. Oh no, I'm I'm lying. There's two more solidified matches. Let's go to the women's match. Um, arguably, I say arguably because there is a chance that Becky may be dwindling a little in popularity, but she's still top three or four male or female in the entire company. So arguably, the face of the entire WWE, Becky Lynch, the Raw Women's Champion, will go uh, into a triple threat match against. In my opinion, uh, the most talented wrestler in the female division of all three brands, Shayna Baszler. And then you got Bailey, who I love the heel turn. I love the new attitude. I love the music, like we were talking about before. And it's champion versus champion versus champion, non-title, obviously. Um, I'm going to kind of set the stage with my prediction, and I'll let you go. I think... I think Bailey wins. I think Bailey continues this upward trend that she's on. Um, I, sometimes these heel turns, or if it's a reverse deal, face turn, sometimes, um, run a little bit stale, but not this time. I think the Bailey sasha dynamic, um, this long-awaited heel turn of Bailey, even after she turned heel by hitting, uh, you know, hitting Becky with the chair in support of Sasha Banks, uh, it really wasn't a turn turn, but then she made the turn turn on SmackDown. And I love it, and I think she keeps that momentum going. How about you? I agree with you one hundred and ten percent with Bailey. Right. Um, I just think, you know, for, for a lot of the reasons that you said, but I also think that Becky and Shayna are going to be preoccupied with each other, mm-hmm. and they're going to take their eye off the ball and take their eye off of Bailey, and that's when Bailey's going to capitalize um, because, like you said, she has that new attitude. She's that new persona, the new music, the new look, whatever. Yeah. Got, and got she's going to capitalize on it. She's going to smell the blood in the water and she's going to be the shark and she's going to take out, uh, take these guys out. And I so hope that her and Sasha stay together. I think they can be a really cool team. I think that they should be, you know, I, I think the era of, I think uh, double champions is on my mind right now because so heavy because I wanted to see Jericho uh, become a double champion on AEW on Wednesday. But anyway, um, I would love to see Bailey and Sasha be the tag champs while Bailey is the SmackDown Women's Champ. 
Yeah, I, and, I, and I think that's, you know, not too far out mm-hmm. because I still think, you know, who's, you know, who's really been relevant that they've had the tag titles. You know, I'm not, you know, saying Kerry Sane and um, Oscar are bad or anything, but, you know, you want to be, you know, you want this women's division to be as good as it is. Right. You know, you're going to have to make every aspect of the women's division that much better. Now, when you say the word stale, you know, you, you think of day old bread. I wouldn't say that, I wouldn't say that Asuka's day old bread, but I will say that she is almost at the expiration date. You know what I mean? I, I think she passed her expiration date, to be honest with you. Oh, she is Dale Brett. <laughs> you know, because she's trying this whole new mist aspect, this uh-huh. gimmick, right. stuff with their eye. I'm like, they, they're trying to play catch-up with her. They're trying to play catch-up with Shinsuke. Right. Because they don't know how to, they don't know how to book the, you know, the Japanese wrestlers mm-hmm. in the, on the main roster. In in NXT, they know they don't. They don't know how to book that strong style aspect of wrestling. They never have. I'm with you. Um, And you know, and unfortunately, Asuka and Shinsuke are you know at fault for it. Uh, Well, I'll tell you one thing. I think the misuse of Asuka is one of the biggest tragedies in the business over the last two or three years. But I do think Bailey uh, wins this triple threat. Do we agree on that? Sure do. Awesome, awesome. So the last solidified match. To this date, November 15, 2019, uh, this is going to be airing two days before the Survivor Series, so you can catch up and see how we did on our predictions. Uh, Brock Lesnar defending the WWE Championship against Rey Mysterio. Now, we all understand that this is a very one-sided match in in the way it looks. Um, There's always the possibility of a surprise, but I think any educated fan knows what the outcome is going to be. And that's Brock Lesnar leaving as world champion. But it could be where Ray wins by disqualification. It could be where Ray wins by countout. It could be where Ray, you know, I don't, I don't think this, I don't think anything's off the table with the exception of him winning the title. So, your thoughts on uh, what we all probably think will be the main event of Survivor Series? So Ray will win by DQ. There you go. Okay. However. I'll throw a curveball at you. All right. Dominic is going to turn on his father. Ooh. And setting up a Dominic and Ray match at WrestleMania. Which will lead to Ray retiring. Which will, exactly. Wow. That is awesome. Holy crap. So, you know, because with Ray losing by DQ, you're not going to hurt Lesnar. Right. And with Ray, quote unquote, winning, and you know Dominic making his appearance, they've been. To- I've been toying with that. A perfect timing for that. Uh huh. What What's a better time than Survivor Series? Because wow. what's gonna you know, as a father, what's gonna piss you off more than your son beating you at something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course, of course, man. As you're saying it, as you're saying it, because obviously I just finished your sentence, so I knew you. I, as soon as you started talking, I was like, "That's freaking gold." Exactly. I mean, I got chills. Like, that's a brilliant idea. Because you, because and I, 
and I saw things too that Dominic was starting to train at the performance center. Okay. So you know he's getting ready for something. Nice. nice. And he's in great shape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Ray's he's another one like AJ Styles and Kurt Angle. He's an ageless, you know? Um so and I just I was thinking, okay, he's gonna be a Survivor series, he's gonna be a Royal Rumble because I'm just thinking that he's going to do something to his, to Ray to put him out for a while. Okay. And, you know, Dominic will go, Dominic will go on that tirade or that, you know, that promo-esque, you know, rant for, you know, a month or so or you whatever. You've always held me down. It's always been exactly. about you. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same stuff I've seen for years. Yeah. But it all depends. It may be the same stuff. But how he does it will change your mind. Oh, my God. And like I said, whether it culminates at Royal Rumble or culminates at WrestleMania, who knows? Maybe that, I'm still saying, like I said, this is totally speculation, but what's going to stop them at Royal Rumble for putting down? And I'm saying if this happens. No, I got you. Go, go, go. I got you. Is what if they do like a Dominic and Lesnar versus Ray and uh, – uh, crap, his uh, guy that oh, Velasquez. Velasquez put that at Royal Rumble as a tag team match. Wow, and like I said, that's complete speculation. No, 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 it's, really it's, go- it's great. <laughs> yeah, this is what it's all about, man. Like, it's awesome, uh, but you know, complete out of the box thinking on that. But if you that's how I would do it, but like I said, I'm thinking you know, short kind of short-term booking uh-huh. compared to long-term. Um, but because you know, and I, and I knew, I kind of figured that Ray or uh, Dominic wanted to get into the business, but what, I don't want to say stepping stone, but what way to step into the catapult, business catapult. than to beat your father, <laughs> who is Ray Mysterio? There's, I, there's no better way. You know, because Ray's so small and because Ray has been, I don't want to say a shell of his former self, but just not quite what his former self used to be. We forget he's a former world champion, WWE champion. Like mm-hmm. he, he's he's a very highly decorated, in my opinion, first ballot Hall of Famer guy. So, oh, yeah. you know, but I'll tell you what, your prediction made this match a whole lot interesting, a whole lot more interesting to me than it was before. That would be a historic heel turn. Um, I, I'm listening to your breakdown, and if it happens, I'll still be shocked. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, if, if it does happen, I am literally running out of my house to the nearest convenience store and getting a lottery ticket because I, I'm going to win. So I got to win something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that would be a really dope thing. I, I, think, I think Brock wins outright. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if Ray wins by DQ. But if Ray wins by DQ the way you're talking, that would be a historic uh, Survivor Series moment, wouldn't we say? And it's and, and it's, unre- and it's recorded, so we can if it happens, we can live it over and over and over and over again. Most definitely, man. This is your this is your <laughs> this is your thing. This, I finished your sentence, but that was your baby. That's totally your baby, man. So, so sign me up now for the raw or the uh, raw writing team. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. If you if that comes true, they need to sign you up right quick. Um, and quick, fast, and in a hurry. All right. So for the record, 
Uh, I say Brock retains outright, um, and uh, RJ says that Ray retains. Uh, Ray wins, but Brock retains via DQ with a massively, uh, I guess you could say, uh, interesting and and exciting prospect of Dominic turning on his dad. Really cool. Really cool possibility. Um, so now I just no. So I know just thought of this too. At you know at the next pay view after WrestleMania. Dominic beats Lesnar to win the title. Oh, I'm, no, joking. No, I, I'm, joking, I'm joking. 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 That's a joke. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. We knew we're, We know you're kidding on that one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's a really dope, really dope concept. I, that made that match a lot more uh, on my radar than it was about five minutes ago. So, let's start oh, speculating yeah. a little bit, man. Um, we're having so much fun. Sure. I can't believe we're already an hour and ten minutes into this thing. That's This is a really cool... Uh, Real oh cool vibe. No, no, it's all good. Like, there's no that the goal. The goal is what it is. But like, if it's fun like this, it, it is what it, I have no problem, and I know the people are enjoying it too. Um, as of this moment, again, I keep saying the date of the recording, November fifteenth. I mean, this thing could have changed already with SmackDown actually being in motion right now. I'm gonna be watching it on DVR after we finish. Um, mm-hmm. but as of right now, as of this moment, uh, we have some some holes to fill. So let's start with the women's match. We have um. Team SmackDown versus Team NXT versus Team Raw. As of right now, uh, it looks like Team SmackDown is all but filled. A predictable captain, Sasha Banks, I say predictable because she's been on fire lately. Uh, Carmella, Dana Brooke is an interesting choice, but I guess they're trying to give her an opportunity. And the always interesting, almost entertaining... Lacey Evans on Team SmackDown with the last member of the team to be announced against... Team Raw and Team NXT, all of which are still up for grabs. Here's how I want to do this, okay? Uh-huh. I will take Team SmackDown, Team SmackDown's last person, and I will also take Team Raw. Then you are going to rock with Team NXT, and I'm also uh-huh. going to give you Team NXT when we get to the men's match. Sound good? Works for me. All right, so let's start this thing out. Give me your predictions for the members of Team, uh, the last the last member of Team, no, I'm wrong, I'm sorry, I'm, next hour, I, I'm, I'm contradicting myself, I'm contradicting <laughs> myself, okay, last member of Team SmackDown, I'm gonna go with, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Charlotte Flair, I'll, no, Charlotte Flair's on Raw, I'll, I'll, I'll do, uh, you know, I, I got to come back to that. Team NXT. I'm going... Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. I'm listening. I was going to give you a thought on SmackDown. How about Natalia? That's... You know what? I'm not going to even lie to you, bro. Um, I was trying to stray as far away from Natalia as possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to lie. I really was straying as far away from... I'm going to go with somebody... Who I'm not proud to say. Because Uh-oh. Natalia is far more credentialed and far more athletic than the person I'm about to mention. Matter of fact, when it comes to wrestling, the person I'm about to mention shouldn't even be in the same sentence with Natalia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go... <sighs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I-, I want you to say it so so like nobody thinks I fed this to you. Give it to me. Ember Moon. Yes. Yes. 
I'm gonna go with Ember Moon for a surprise return, uh, mm. surprise return member of Team SmackDown. I'm surprised I got that. <laughs> yes, no, no, because I was going for the wow factor, and the only wow about it is that she's been out with an ink with an ankle. Um, that's where I was going. Yes, I was going Ember Moon. That's my prediction, and uh, for Team NXT, let's just let's just go with the obvious because you can't really stray too far away because you don't want to be foolish about. Um, you know, not putting the best team out there. So let's go with Bianca Belair. Let's go with Candice LeRae. Let's go with Leah Shirai. Let's go with Shane is already in a match. Let's go with um, Mia Yim and Rhea Ripley. You know, another one to think about too. Mm-hmm. You know, as we as we saw, but it, um, I would also consider um, uh, Dakota Kai in there too. Dakota Kai, up until last night, again, November seventeenth, uh, November 15th is the current date. Up until two nights ago, uh, the 13th, which was Wednesday, I mm-hmm. thought that she was going to turn on, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank, turn on Team Rhea. And, Tegan Knox. And yeah, and, and then join, whatchamacallit's team, join uh, Shayna Baszler's team for War Games. Yeah, yeah. But now I don't even know. But okay, maybe maybe Dakota Kai's at Survivor Series. I wouldn't be mad at that. You know, it, I was even spitball. I've been looking at the roster too, so I could actually remember on who's on what brand because it just flusters all over the place. But okay. um, how do we know that Team NXT is only for Team NXT in the states? Team, you know, UK is probably part of the part of the situation. You, you know what I mean? Because if that's the aspect, what's going to stop Tony Storm from coming over? And Tony Storm is a big player. She is. She is. She's no, longer, she's no longer the UK champion, but she's a, still a big player. You know, because who knows that, you know, maybe one or two things happens. Okay, maybe she'll go to SmackDown. There's your SmackDown pick. Mm-hmm. Or two, maybe she's part of the NXT brand. You know what I mean? Because... They didn't really spe- they kind of specified that it's just the NXT, like NXT in the States. Right. But I still think that, you know, push comes to shove. Gary may grab somebody from the UK if if they can. Definitely possible. Definitely possible. Um Yeah, so I, I pick Ember Moon to join Team SmackDown. Once again, uh just to review and, and by the way, your your possibilities of UK a UK invasion for this match is very, very possible. But for mm-hmm. the time being I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Leo Shirai, Mia Yim, and uh who did I say? Um Rhea Ripley. Ripley, yep. So Team Raw, talk to me. See, this is females, right? Or the yes. Females, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm still thinking we got, you're going to have Asuka, you're going to have Carrie Sane, Carrie mm-hmm. Sane. Yeah. Because they've been pushing them. I, oh, Kabuki, Kabuki always, Warriors are a no-brainer in my opinion. I'm sorry? No, I'm with you. I'm saying Kabuki Warriors are a no-brainer in oh, my yeah. opinion. Yeah. I, I just refuse to call them Kabuki Warriors. I'm sorry. <laughs> um... um you know, and it's so actually Natalia's on Raw, so that 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 she'd be on Raw team. Oh, there you go. I'm gonna go. That's three. I'm gonna go with a returning Ruby Riot. Ooh, okay. 
and a returning Nia Jax. A returning Nia is Nia Jax getting healthy? Oh, I, I, I don't, I, who knows? No, no, I'm know. with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Be- because with that aspect of it, because that's five, right? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Um, with that aspect, you know, because there's no and the women's there's no woman in uh, in uh, in the undisputed era, so I'm safe with not picking NXT on this on this match. Okay. But I'm, you know, I know I don't know if we're at that point yet, but um, I'm gonna go with Team Raw for the women's. Just for that specific reason, because they're going to be pulling all these people, and I think that's why they haven't announced it. Mm-hmm. Because I still think they're waiting on a few people to get healthy. Hey, I'm with you. E- either that, or, it's either that or they're just lazy, and I think it's probably a little of both. But, um, but I just think the reason, and I, and I get the NXT because I don't know who's going to be around for the NXT. I get that point, but when you have a main roster that has nobody on it for Team Raw. Right. Okay. They, I just don't. I think they're just. I personally think they're just waiting for people to be healthy. Ruby Riot being one of them, and uh, Nia Jax being another. That's that's a that's a fair deal. You know something though? I, it's so weird because I'm looking at this, and all of a sudden these names pop up that I don't think either one of us had mentioned, like Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross. I think um, I think Alexis hurt again. I think oh, I think she, she hurt her um, shoulder, arm, or something. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. What about what about the possibility of uh, of a recent draft pick? I think people are forgetting about um, somebody who maybe had a little attitude change after her last match, went off the scene. Are you getting where I'm going with this? I'm completely lost right now. To be honest, and Raw. Uh, I want to say on. I want to say on Raw. Uh, I forget what show she's on. That's actually pretty embarrassing that I don't know what show she's on. But I'm talking about Liv Morgan. Oh, that, uh, yeah, she's on Raw. She's, okay. I, I was thinking about her instead of Ruby Riot. Okay. But I I love Liv, Liv Morgan, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think Ruby Riot has a lot more possibility. Okay. Okay. And, and like I said, I'm not saying that Liv Morgan doesn't. I'm just saying I think. Ruby Riot just has a little bit more um, potential uh, long term. I can dig it. And you pick and you pick what team to win? Raw. Okay, you're going Raw. I'll go SmackDown just for fun. I think Sasha keeps her uh, momentum going. I think the last pick of the team is going to be really important. Um, oh my God! Did any either one of us say that Charlotte Flair would be on on Team Raw? You said Raw. I think she. I think you put her on SmackDown though. Oh yeah, she's on. I'm sorry. She is she is she's a raw person. I'm sorry. So yeah, team team raw for. Okay then yeah. Okay, I'll take yeah. that back then. I'll okay. take. Uh, you know what? I'll take Nia out of it and put Charlotte in then. Okay, cool, cool. Because my 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 special surprise, my special not so special surprise was Ember Moon for SmackDown. You know, and I and I really think that too. I, I've always you know I've always enjoyed watching Ember Moon, yeah. Russell, and I just. She just has been getting, uh, you know, not the best luck in the world. <laughs> yeah, and she, it's just missing something. Like, I I just, she's another one. I, I don't get the Viking Raiders. I don't get Ember Moon. It's just something missing. But anyway, um, yeah, the possibilities of how these teams uh, shape out are, are pretty cool. So, yeah, I'm going to give you the ball on this NXT team. And I have my thoughts, but you're my guest, and we're having fun, and I want to see what you think hey, about. Uh, okay, let's go with what's already solidified. Uh, very, um... 
I was going to say this earlier, very Crown Jewel-esque teams that we're looking at here, a lot of the same guys. Team mm-hmm. Raw has Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, and Ricochet. Uh, Randy Orton, Ricochet, and Seth Rollins, uh, excuse me, well, Seth Rollins originally was part of that team until uh, he lost the title to The Fiend, but Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton and Ricochet were all in that match. On the other side, you got SmackDown's uh, Roman Reigns, Mustafa Ali, Braun Strowman, Corbin, and Shorty G. Shorty G was in the Crown Jewel match. Corbin was, Ali was, and Roman Reigns was. You know, in my opinion, a little bit of a yawn, but hey, maybe that's just me. But those teams are solidified. The team that is not solidified is a team that I think could be put together and be really, really cool with the possibilities that are out there. And I will give you the floor. All right. So my first pick for the NXT team is going to be one Damian Priest. We saw him invade um, SmackDown, I believe. Yes. So we've seen him already on SmackDown, so I think that he's pretty much a hand over fist into that, uh, um, that, um, excuse me, that team. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to put in, let's see here, well, without shadow, I'm going to put in a returning Johnny Gargano. Ooh, where's he been? I don't, I, I think he's still... I really don't know, to be honest with you. I don't think he's hurt. Yeah, neither do I. Um, so, yeah, what better before. way to, you know, make a statement than have Johnny Gargano be in there? Most definitely. Um, well, I gotta go, I gotta go with my boy, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Basket is glory. Exactly. Uh, and as soon as I say Keith Lee... That's what, three, mm-hmm. four is going to be the ultimate bro, Ooh, Matt Riddle. Oh, Matt Riddle, are you? I have, when, when you have Keith Lee, you got to have Matt Riddle. That's my rule. Okay, but, fair enough, fair enough. And then last, but certainly not least. Of course not. Adam Cole, baby. Baby, yes, yes, yes. Do you mind um, if I counteract your team just a smidge? Sure, I actually was just forgot about a guy that was on NXT that I may, oh, you know, sure. counteract or counteract. Please, please, please. <laughs> um, okay, okay, here we go. Obviously, Adam Cole, I think, is going to be on the team and, and the captain. So that's number one. Um, man, I, I, I can't I can't leave Pete Dunn off that team, man. That was going to be my next pick. There you go. There you go, there you go, there you go. Great, great um, mindset of life, Yes, friend. most definitely. <laughs> And I'm and I'm having difficulty leaving Tommaso Ciampa off that off that team too. No, that's true. Oh, it's so difficult. NXT is stacked, bro. That's that's a problem that you're going to run into a lot with this because I you can also say same thing about Finn Balor too. Mm-hmm. True, most definitely. And like but, you mentioned earlier, you talked about Finn is a by the way Finn is an excellent um, choice. That's a good call by you. But also, you said earlier Cesaro possibly like it's so many options. Hmm. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'll tell you what, man. This is Dominic. Uh, I f- don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm embarrassed. Dominic. Dykovic. Yes. yes, him too is a possible. <laughs> you know, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna t- I want to talk to you because, oh, my God, we're having so much fun. We're running short on time. But I want to ask you a question. Yeah, sure, sure. Where are we at, you know, with, with the whole, I guess, double duty thing? I mean, War Games is the night before. Like... Yeah. Oh man. I I, I think it's really going to depend on 
I'm the guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you have, because we know that Finn Balor and Riddle are going to be going at it. Yeah. So, you know, can can it do double duty? Oh man. Yeah, probably, but it, it'll depend on their <laughs> how how their match goes. Yeah. Um. You know, but if you don't, because you know, you can have Riddle in War Games, you can have Keith Lee in War Games, you have Dakovich in War Games. So. You know, you're going to have to, uh, Tommaso Ciampa in War Games. Yeah, most definitely. So, these guys are probably the grittiest guys that you probably will ever meet mm-hmm. and or know. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think a lot of these, like, you know, Damian Priest will come into it. Your uh, Pete Dunn's, your Galgano's coming back. There's three right there that you probably could put in there. Um... But, you know, everybody else is pulling double duty. You know, you got, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Undisputed Era, you got Randy Strong. So, absolutely. you know, like I said, I'm not disparaging their work ethic by any means. I think they'll still pull double duty, you know. But, you know, if we do see, you know, like, like the likes of Matt Riddle or Ciampa or Balor or any of those guys that are in the War Games or on the NXT card the night before, I really think if they are going to be there, those matches are going to be later on, so they have time to get to the arena. True. They're going to have time to, you know, bandage up or, up, you yeah. know, lick, mm-hmm. lick their wounds or what have you. Because yeah. already already uh, confirmed for double duty that weekend are the Undisputed Era, all four members, mm-hmm. and, and Shayna, ba- Shayna Baszler. So, I mean, and obviously there's going to be more to come. Like, I would, I think it's safe to say that at least two of the guys from War Games are going to be on Team NXT. So, uh, from the other side, from Keith Lee's team. So, I mean, wow. Because, and, I, and, I, and I just think of it this way, too, because when you're talking a major pay-per-view, you want to grab... This is like this is me thinking as a as a booker. I'm not saying I'm the, you know... The, 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 don't shortchange short yourself. Go ahead. But I'm thinking when you're thinking, okay, it's a big pay-per-view, you're going to want to go in... Guns a blazing. Absolutely. You know, you want Riddle there. You want Keith Lee there. You know, you know, you want Chapa there. So I still think you see at least those three guys there. They're going to pull double double duty because if Undisputed Era is doing it, they're going to do it too. I agree. Um, and then you put two more guys in there. I still say, I, I still say Gargano's coming back on Sunday. I really do. You know whether. Whether we see him Saturday night at NXT or whether we see him or both, or we both. see him at both too. Or both, or both. Wow. You know, so you know that's. I think this has been the best leading up paper to a pay per view that I've had for WWE in probably a year, maybe six months. Yeah, yeah, because there's, there's a level of anticipation. Yeah, so much opportunities. There. Yeah. And there's this level of anticipation that's there. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really, I'm actually, like I said before, Survivor Series is my second favorite pay-per-view, even more, even more than SummerSlam. I really enjoy this team aspect. And even though it's not, a, it's not structured the way it would probably be ideal, I think this is really cool. Possibly 14 eliminations, 20, possibly 28 eliminations. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. But see, but I think... Especially with the men's match, mm-hmm. 
there's going to be so many moving parts. I don't think people are going to realize that there's that many. Because if you, I'll, I'm going to compare, I, I hate comparing stuff like this, but um, you know, compa- I'm going to compare this match, this men's match. Do you remember the ladder match for the North American title? Oh, the most first... definitely, most definitely. Adam Cole. It's going to be so, it's going to be similar to that, okay. where there's just so much going on that people aren't going to realize that there's been 14 or 15 or 16 or whatever amount of eliminations. Right. Um. But like I said, I don't think I've been a WWE fan as you know for a very long time. Yes, sir. And I'm and you have too. Yes. This is probably like I said, this is the most excited I've been for a pay per view. Like I said, probably since last WrestleMania, yeah. to be honest with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um and you know, it, this may be that statement that WWE needs. For the rest of the wrestling world, the wrestling community, we're here. We ain't going anywhere, guys. We are going to be going full, you know, balls to the wall kind of thing. Yeah, let's take a statement. We're, you know, and they need that statement. Yeah, I agree. It's time to make a statement, too. And that Dominic prediction, along with a good showing by the NXT guys at Survivor Series, could be exactly that statement. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 I think... They, you know, you're going to see that across social media. Once we see, you know, and I think they're, if they're smart, NXT won't broadcast who their picks are going to be. Oh, they I, should. I think that. They should. They should. Yeah. You know, like, like an NXT okay. selection special? Yeah. Because <laughs> people will view in, yeah. But you know that's you know I'm glad you brought that up too because I was just wondering like when were they gonna when do you think they're gonna announce their team because SmackDown announced four SmackDown announced four fifths of their team on social media. I, I still I still think it's gonna be like that because the way the age of social media is now, I just still think that you know that's the way they're gonna do it because it's easy for them. All they gotta do is put out a tweet. Whatever, yeah. email, whatever you want to call it. There you go. That's all they need to do. They don't need, you know. I really think that they're gonna do. If they don't do it there, they'll do it at that um, that backstage thing that they have now on FS1. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's actually a really good idea. That's really good. Just idea. to keep um keep those ratings going up after this whole. Here's another. Here's another little snippet. You know, I'm thinking even more outside the box now. Yeah, yeah. CM Punk in the Royal Rumble oh. wins the Royal Rumble, headlines WrestleMania, and beats Brock Lesnar. And I'll take it a step further. First of all, <laughs> first of all, first of all, that was awesome, by the way. But then, but then he takes the title of NXT. That's, 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 I will not, I will not, uh... That's a stretch. I know it's a stretch, but I'm talking about NXT would be the number one brand in the industry if he did that. Yeah. But, you know, I just think, you know, they would be stupid not to get some sort of match out of Punk now that he's quote-unquote back. Oh, please. Of course. Of course. Because I, they... They're not that dumb. 
you know, a lot of people think they are, but they're not. They may not be that dumb. They may not be that dumb. And I, and I, I would, I would co-sign that way of thinking, but also it's also CM Punk's um, decision. Like CM Punk may only be back just to cut. Like I want him to come. Everybody wants him to be in the ring. Even this announcement of him coming back on, um, on that, that backstage show back, stage pass show him coming out it was cool like don't get me wrong but i'm not gonna lie to you like i saw it and by the way i'm a huge cm punk fan in case anybody's wondering where i'm going with this thing but that wasn't what i want like it's nice to see he's back in the company but i want him in the ring the ring i want him to fight again and i don't know if that's gonna happen i i think he would do best as a you know, as per fight basis, mm-hmm. a la what Lesnar does. I wouldn't mind that. Because, you know, he's he's never had that WrestleMania moment, though. If you look back and look at it, he's yes, he's had matches with Undertaker. He's had matches with Orton. He beat Jericho at 28. Right. But he hasn't had that main event. Okay, okay. So... I think they're going to book him as a, not as a wrestler, but more of as an attraction kind of thing, if that makes sense. Hey, it wouldn't, be mad. It wouldn't make me mad at all. Like, I'm a huge CM Punk leaving uh, left a major void in the industry. And now maybe, just maybe, these stupid fans can stop chanting his name. <laughs> Every event. <laughs> maybe. Oh, my maybe. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, RJ. Yo. You, you just made me think of something. Where is the Survivor Series? Chicago, Chicago, right? Oh my God! You don't think? See, no, it's too early. It's too early. It's too early. CM Punk's a Chicago guy, man. You don't think, do you? <sighs> Will he make an appearance? That's as far as it's gonna go. I okay. seriously, would I? Would I? Would I hate it? No. Right. Do I think it's going to... I just think it's too early. Okay. You're just coming off this him debuting on Fox. Don't, you know, don't go too... You know, don't go too fast. Okay. You know what I mean? I was just thinking because it's in Chicago. No, no, it's a great thought. No, it's a great thought. Yeah. And, you know, as soon as I... I'm like, oh, crap, it is in Chicago. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You know, would it surprise me? No. Okay. You know what I mean? Would I like it? Sure. But... Hindsight being having one of the guest hosts on the pre-show, huh? I think yeah, I think it'd be a possibility too. Yeah. At least get people to watch. But you got the thing is, you got to you got to um, if you're gonna you're gonna want people to watch, you're gonna have to advertise it. Oh, most to be definitely. With you. Most definitely. But yeah, I, <sighs> see now you got me thinking about that. See, now, I told <laughs> God damn. Um, but. I, I just, I wouldn't, well, who knows, maybe, maybe, maybe Colt Cabana. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bring the whole crew back. Oh, my God. Nah, nah, he's with NW. He can't do crap. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, CM Punk wouldn't be uh, too bad of a choice, but I just, I just still think he's going to be on, a, like, a per, per diem kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, because you never, you know what, WWE has to protect themselves, too, what if? What if he gets mad again and wants to leave? Like, I, I totally get it. But 
it's you know it's it's all about speculating and you know what i think that you and i come from a perspective of speculating with a little bit of intelligence we're we're fans but we're also journalists and that's the beauty of it oh yeah yeah but like i said at the end of the day i've said this before when i've been on the show and uh you know at the end of the day we're all we're all wrestling fans and uh you know we're not by any means experts by any means but well i'm not anyways you could you know you're you're deaf you're you're getting up there but i don't consider myself an expert but i do think that and i put you in this category i think we're educated fans who can separate business from pleasure separate business Mm -hmm. from being a mark and there's nothing wrong with even the word mark is given such a negative connotation like marking out is not a bad thing have fun have enjoy yourself but also just have a perspective of how you like you know what uh, the Rock's not coming back tomorrow. Be be logical about things. That's all. Yeah, you just got to be smart about it. Like like I said before, like what you like. If you like WWE, great. Watch WWE. If you don't like WWE, you got NXT, you got AEW, you got Impact, you got New Japan, you got Progress over in the UK, you got NXT UK, you got this, you got... Go watch something else. Stop complaining about it just to complain. It's really, I just, it's really I just like to complain just to see what I, reaction I would get sometimes, just to get some stupid people to react to me. Get people riled up. But you, the fact is, like, honestly, RJ, it's a mm-hmm. great time. Wrestling's cool again. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. I, I can't remember. Honestly, the last time I remember that it's been, quote-unquote, cool to be a wrestling fan was when I got back into it about... Shoot, oh, about 2000, somewhere around there, because that was right when, you know, you had a lot of the, you had WCW closed, you had ECW closed, and WWE was making that turn, Yeah, you know, for, from, I'd say the best, as of late, the best time to really be a fan was, like I said, 2000, 2001 to about, I'd say, 04, 05. Mm -hmm. Uh, I cut it. I cut a little shorter than that. I cut a little shorter than that. I think your start time is correct, but I'd say it probably ended around late, late '03. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying because you know you get that back end, and unfortunately, I hate to associate that with the you know the business going down. But when Eddie passed, that's when Eddie passed in '05. That really went down because they were really booking him as that face of the company yes, and when he passed you know that put a big hole in the business and he was going to be he was going to beat batista for the title i know exactly yeah. and you know and i think and that's it goes back to what we said about kofi mm-hmm. to get that nostalgic feeling to get that because I, I i i'm a big fan of kofi i always have been Great talent, great person, and to get the next level, yeah, he may not be the ideal champion. I get that. Fine. Whatever. But he's the right champion to have. Most definitely. We agree on that. I'm definitely a huge fan of his and huge fan of yours, my brother. This has been an awesome show, man. I want to thank you so much for... Uh, sharing your wisdom, your wrestling wisdom and, and expertise and fandom with us, man. It's been a lot of fun, brother. It's always fun to come on the show. You know, definitely one of the uh, highlights of my day when I got in my calendar. Oh, great. I get, I get to go on the Hover Show today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it means a lot, man. For real, for real. So listen, before I let you go, as always, sure. man, not going to get off these airwaves without giving you an opportunity to tell the people how to find your excellent content. 
Awesome. Well, I pre- like I said, first and foremost, appreciate you having me on again. And uh, you can find me pretty much wherever you can get podcasts. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher. Uh, go over there, give me a five-star review. Appreciate it. Um, we, you can find me on, on Twitter at underscore ringside brand. You can follow my personal page over at underscore Raymond underscore James. Uh, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash ringside rant. We're also on Instagram at underscore ringside rant. Uh, um, pretty much it. If you want to get any of our great apparel, you can go over to whatforapparel.com slash ringside. Uh, we got great shirts over there, a few shirts over there. Uh, Bald is beautiful. And, of course, my one of my favorites is I don't need a belt to be over. Nice. So, like I said, appreciate you, everybody that's listened to the show. Uh, appreciate you having me on this show. And uh, definitely, hopefully, I didn't, uh, we <laughs> didn't, didn't bore everybody with our couple of our rants we went on. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I think it was awesome, man. And, like, honestly, like, awesome. once again, I definitely appreciate you being on the show, RJ. I continue you a friend in this industry and uh, overall good guy. And um, for everybody out there listening, man, I want to thank you for rocking with Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, man. It's been, oh, my God. Oh, I'm talking about 18 months now. 18 months on the air. Um, something that started off with a little, little rinky-dink project has turned into something really big. I have listeners in all 50 states. No, I'm not the biggest. No, I'm not the best. No, I'm not the most popular. But I have listeners in all 50 states in the United States of America and in Canada and in Mexico and in Europe and in Africa. Like, I'm checking my numbers. I'm checking my stats on Google, whatever, whatever. And it's like... It's mind-blowing. So to everybody out there, thank you so much for supporting Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Be sure to continue to uh, support and show love to Ringside Rant and my boy RJ. Make sure you check out HaasKraya.com. HaasKraya.com, they revolutionize and continue to break walls down when it comes to web development and web platforming. That's H-A-A-S-Kraya.com. And as always, this is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. God bless. Enjoy SmackDown. Enjoy Raw. Enjoy NXT. Enjoy Ring of Honor. Enjoy AEW. Enjoy New Japan. Enjoy NWA. Enjoy wrestling because that's what it's all about. So for my guest and good friend, RJ of the Ringside Rant, I am Hubbard, Sean Hubbard, that is, of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. And this has been another edition of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Most definitely, most definitely. Make sure you check out that tremendous content on the podcast. Make sure you pick up that merch, man. It's all about support here in the wrestling community. Shout out to RJ one more time with the Ringside Rant. Thank you so much for being on this show. Definitely going to have you back sooner than later. Shout out to all the people who listen on whatever platform you're listening right here on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. I have listeners in all 50 states and internationally, and I want to thank each and every one of you. Thank you for the love you guys show on Twitter at hub underscore wrestling, H-U-B-B underscore wrestling. Thank you for that. Make sure you check out the brand new, brand new Instagram page for Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. That's hub, H-U-B-B wrestling weekly on Instagram. Make sure you check that out. Click that follow button, man. I'll be sure to follow back and show love. I'm not Hollywood over here, man. We show love to each other, man. You show love, I show love. That's what it's all about. So with that being said, on behalf of my guest host for tonight's show, RJ of the Ringside Rant, I am the founder and host of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, Sean Hubbard. 
Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy AEW Dynamite tonight. Enjoy NXT tonight. Enjoy NXT War Games on Saturday. Enjoy Survivor Series on Sunday. And I want to wish everybody a happy and blessed Thanksgiving next week. We'll be back with another fresh episode of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast in December. But until then, God bless. Peace out. We'll holla at you. You have been listening to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast which is an original production of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is an independently owned company. The opinions and ideas of its host and studio guest are theirs and theirs alone, as Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is not associated with any professional wrestling, mixed martial arts, or boxing organization. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly the very best in professional wrestling and combat sports.